Welcome to the Miss Teacher Mom podcast, where we seek to encourage and equip moms to raise their kids with eternity in mind. Today I'm talking to Pastor Rob Crumry about entrusting our children to the Lord. Rob and Mel have been dear friends of ours for a long time, and they serve at Mercy House in Amherst, Massachusetts. I think you'll be blessed by this episode, so take a listen. Pastor Rob, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me. My pleasure. I'm really excited to talk to you about entrusting our kids to the Lord. Because as a mom, I can't think of a more piercing desire in my heart than the salvation of my children. I have cried over the thought of them perishing, and I imagine other sisters in Christ share this earnest plea. What encouragement do you have for moms longing for the Lord to save their children? Yeah. Well, I I think you have to think about parenting a lot like you think about ministry. And uh, the image that always comes to mind for for both ministry and parenting is is farming. Like you, you don't have direct control over the outcome, but you have control over the means of the outcome. And so like any good farmer, they, when they have a good crop, they're, they're really humble about it. And they're, uh, they didn't have control over the rain and over, you know, the weeds that came or didn't come. And, but, but they did have control over the planting of the seed and the watering of the seed and and the weeding of the weeds. And, and so I think, uh, Mm. you know, parenting is a lot like that where, we can plant gospel seed day in, day out, and we can do that prayerfully. And that's what we have control over. We don't have control over the outcome. We, we also know God saves. Like, this, is, this is who he is. Like He's a savior. Amen. And he has gone to great lengths to the point of sending his son to die on the cross to save sinners. So we can know for sure that he wants to do that and is doing that. He's on a mission to do that. And so we, we can have confidence that, that he is saving people. And I think we can have even more confidence that he wants to save our kids if he's entrusted these kids to Christian parents who know the gospel. They're spending a good amount of their lives, uh, some of the best years of their lives, uh, entrusting the gospel to these kids. And that, that seems to be something ordained by God. It is. It's something ordained by God. And so I think reminding yourself of who God is and that he doesn't waste his servants. You know, he's entrusting kids to Christian parents is, should be an encouragement that, yes, my, my kids are going to come to faith. Now, do we know 100%? No, we don't. But we, you know, we have control over, over the means. Mm, and we can hope in faith that he would do that for us mm-hmm. and really for them. Um, even though I'm sure we'd all prefer that the Lord save our kids at a young age, this isn't the case. I think one of your kids was saved during his college years, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Can you share wisdom from your experience waiting on the Lord for his salvation as the years went by? Yeah, our younger son, he was sort of the skeptic of the family. And, you know, he was the one that didn't want to do family devotions and was basically made life miserable for the rest of the family. You know, everyone else was wanting to read the Bible and talk about Jesus. And he was like slumped down in his chair and complaining and we were frustrated often. And so I, I think that the temptation is either to give up or to really clamp down and try to control the kid. Mm. And both of those impulses I think are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you definitely don't want to give up, right? You want to continue to plant gospel seed and to point this kid to Christ and to remind this kid from scripture, Hey, this is sin and you need a savior and you're doing that, you know, over the long haul day in, day out, but you don't want to control them. And 
I see this with kids that come into our church. We have a, a lot of college students that come uh, to, it's really the majority of people that are church at Mercy House are college students. And so, so there's a contingent of them that grew up in Christian homes, church homes. And oftentimes they've, they've been baptized. They've made some kind of professional faith, but they, it wasn't genuine and they know it. And now they're coming to college and they're kind of figuring out the gospel and they're saying, I need to get rebaptized. Cause I, my mom and dad wanted me to get baptized and I just did it for them. And so I had heard enough of those stories to know, I don't want to do that to my kid. Mm-hmm. And so we tried the best we could to give space to our, our younger son to do that on his own time and, and, you know, to profess faith when he really genuinely, you know, believed in the gospel. And that meant even him watching his, his older brother and his younger sister get baptized on the same night. Mm-hmm. And this is when they were really young, you know, this, this is, this is like elementary age, both of them. <clears throat> and, uh, and, you know, he certainly felt like, Oh, look at me. I'm not, the, I'm not getting baptized with my siblings, but we just, we try to give permission, like Coop, it's no problem. Like you need to, to pray and you need to consider this. Like this is a decision you need to make. And so just trying not to shift into the control mode and not shift into giving up. So Right. And even not trying to show conditional love, right? I'll favor right. you. I'll love you more if you love Jesus right. and really struggling. And I feel like another emotion parents could maybe struggle with, and maybe you could share from right or not, is bitterness and resentment towards mm-hmm. the child. Yeah. Because obviously a child who is in enmity against God does bring strife into the home and tension and sin and a lack of harmony. Yeah. Well, and also remembering God, God's working on multiple fronts. So Mm -hmm. yes, he's working in this kid to to draw this kid to himself. He's also working in us. He's sanctifying us. I mean, as you know, there's nothing more sanctifying (laughs) um, than parenting. Like it, yeah. it just, it just stretches you to the end of yourself. You're crying out to God for more grace. I mean, what could be better for sanctification than something like that? Right. Yeah. And you have that opportunity every day where your child is, is taking you to the end of yourself and you're having to pray and you're having to ask God for help to be patient or to be kind mm-hmm. or to speak truth or to not give up. And, and so just remembering, okay, God's not just working on my kid. He's working on me. Mm-hmm. And my marriage, you know, that's, a, and so there's a whole nother, you know, front where, you know, now you're, you're husband and wife, you're, you're trying to work together, you have different parenting styles, different temperaments. So that's the challenging. And uh, so just trusting that the Lord, you know, he's working on all, all fronts, including our own selves, which can help us not be so bitter and resentful. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. In addition to praying earnestly for our kids, how else can we be intentionally trying to win their souls for Christ? And do you have any cautions you'd exhort us to consider in this endeavor? Yeah, I, I think, and this is something I think Melanie said when she talked with you, uh, is is exposing them to the, the church and to expose them not just to the programs of the church, you know, just taking them on Sunday and dropping them off at kids class, but uh, exposing them to the people of the church, uh, having the people of the church in your house, having them at your dinner table, uh, having them share their testimonies, you know, while you're, you're having dinner and letting, letting the kids overhear all these conversations. I feel like this is probably one of the, the most important things that, that God used to draw my kids to faith was they just saw so many people at our dinner table and, and we're always having spiritual conversations and asking them 
about, hey, how did, how did you become a Christian? How did you, or, or perhaps they were seekers and they were, you know, in sort of in process of, of, of working through their questions and then they would see those people baptized. And so mm-hmm. I think just that kind of organic, informal exposure to people who are coming to Jesus, who know Jesus and love Jesus with, you know, a vital Christian faith. And, for, you know, for our kids, a lot of those were 20-somethings, right? So so in their mind, when they thought a, a committed, devoted Christian, they thought, oh, 20, 20-year-old, you know, who loves Jesus passionately and tells her friends and brings her friends to church and their friends get saved and get baptized, you know? And so while, yes, they need the formal instruction and, yes, it's good to take them to kids' class and, you know, all those things, I think they're just informal exposure to people with a vital Christian faith is really, really helpful. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. Kind of off the cuff, I imagine as our kids get older, if they're not coming to faith, but some of their friends are, or your friends' children, Mm -hmm. you're seeing them love the Lord and his word. What encouragement do you have for moms who might be struggling with the comparison trap or feeling insecure about maybe they're unbelieving children influencing belief other <laughs> children who are believers, just all the mix that gets wrapped up in if my children are not saved yet and all these other kids seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you got to know your theology, right? You, you, you got to understand how it is that people come to faith in Jesus and, and that it is, you know, God who saves. Uh, and if other children are being saved, glory to God, right? I know this is easier said than yeah. done, but you're like, I know this, if this kid is a genuine Christian, it's because God has regenerated this child and mm-hmm. this child has now professed faith in Jesus and glory to God. Like, absolutely. Um, as opposed to what is that parent doing better than me? No. Mm-hmm. Now there may be a few things that you could pick up, you know, a few little tips or something, but definitely when I see my kids having professed faith, they, they all three have vital Christian faith. I don't think, oh man, I'm, a, I'm an amazing dad. You know, wow, I, I did it right because I didn't. I have an amazing wife who, who did it right. But I, I think for me, it's, it's been a bit of a, you know, failing forward. And uh, the God, you know, God in his grace has, has saved these kids. And so just re- remembering, you know, sort of your uh, soteriology so that you can understand, you know, okay, this, this is something that God does. And yes, he uses means and I'm doing what I know to do in terms of means, but um, you know, he, he's a God who saves. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think it's helpful. Be honest with your friends, ask those friends to help pray for your children. Like you said, right we're on. recognizing that God saves parents yeah. do not save children. Do not save themselves. That's the work of the Lord. So if you're frustrated, take it to the Lord. Don't yeah. take it to your kids. Don't take it to <laughs> your friends. Don't be too hard on yourself. Like take yeah. it to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to close by asking you what I ask all of my guests, which is, do you have any words of wisdom or encouragement to share with moms who are seeking to raise their kids with eternity in mind? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think, you know, what you're doing as a a mother is you're, you're, you're discipling your child. So how do you disciple? Well, you show and you tell, you show and you tell, um, and so, you know, the tell part is the formal instruction and, you know, getting scripture into them and uh, all of that, but also you're showing them with your lives and you're showing them that you pray. You're showing them that you have a quiet time every morning. Uh, you're, you're talking to them about, you know, your, your faith and, and what you do and how much you love Christ. And I think sometimes we 
err on the side of just, we're going to tell them, we're going to instruct them. We're going to do the formal piece of it, especially homeschool crowd. I, I, you know, no offense here can sometimes be this, like, I've got it figured out. I have the workbook. I will set them down and I will take them through the material. Um, and that is good, but we also need that informal organic interaction with our kids where they see, Oh, mommy and daddy really love Jesus. And when, you know, something bad happens, something hard happens, you know, they should see you say, well, let's pray. Let's, let's pray together. Uh, let's ask the Lord to help us with this. And, and just that over time, that show and tell, show and tell, show and tell. I mean, this is what disciples people in the, just in the church in general, right? Is, is not just, we have discipleship classes, but uh, we also show them what it means to, to live out a Christian life. And that together, that demonstration, proclamation is, is what powerfully disciples people. And it's what is going to powerfully disciple your kids. Amen. Amen. That's true. That's encouraging. Thank you so much. So I did not ask you ahead of time, but I'm wondering if we could close by you praying for our children. Yeah, I'd love okay. to. Thank you. God, we thank you uh, for the, the, the children that you've entrusted to us. Uh, they are truly a, a gift from you. God, we wouldn't have them uh, had you not uh, sovereignly ordained these gifts and, and given them to us. Uh, and so we, we receive them as that, Lord, and, and we want to steward them as that. And we admit uh, our own sinful inclinations and inability uh, to, to actually uh, be up to the task of shepherding these, uh, these gifts. And so, God, we need your help. And so we pray for these, these moms that are listening to this and others. Uh, God, would you give them grace today and the next day and the next day and the next day to, to truly shepherd their kids uh, to show them both uh, their need for the gospel and show them the gospel. And that out of that would come the planting of the gospel seed in good soil. And that uh, these kids that these moms love so much and are praying for, Lord, would, would be coming to faith. And it would be much glory for you, God. And it would be a lot of good uh, for these kids and these families. Uh, and for just uh, the, the mission that we're on uh, as Christians uh, to bring the gospel to the nations. And I pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your time. Oh, my pleasure, Caitlin. Thank you. I hope this episode was an encouragement to you as you seek to entrust your children to the Lord. Have a blessed week and chime in next week for our next episode of the Miss Teacher Mom podcast.